Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Overlap Discoculia and other issues. Use what you've got. FMRI by the thousands. Improve math and science education nationwide. And how logical are those touch points? This is our podcast for week uh, 42 in 2018. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Kulia Services. Hello, Dr. Schroeder. Good to see you again. Well, thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. And we have wonderful links this week. And uh, and I'm very excited about the last one. Really want to talk about those touch points. But first, we start at the top. And we uh, and we start with the uh, the overlap for dyscalculia and other issues. Is that is that a, is that a thing? Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot of definitely definitely a thing. Uh, all those neurodiverse uh, conditions can occur uh, on their own, or combined with one or even more uh, other conditions, and particularly ADHD, dyslexia, and dyscalculia. Uh, often go hand in hand, come together, and if you look at the dyscalculia uh, students, roughly two thirds of the students with dyscalculia also have another thing uh, that can uh, bother them in uh, in education, mm-hmm. and uh, might be dyslexia, uh, it might be something else, it might be uh, more in the attention uh, area. And uh, the issue that is highlighted in this particular post is that um, the special education departments at a lot of schools are often not ready to deal with um, students that have an overlap of two uh, or more different conditions. And uh, they say, well, you can only have one label. (laughs) <laughs> okay okay well so, yeah, so make so, your choice <laughs> yes ma- make your choice well i think what they mean is we only have the resources to remediate one thing at the time mm-hmm. well obviously uh it is not true that a child can have can only have one one condition, one yes, condition yes, at a yes, time. Yes, that yes, I mean, that that's that's nonsense. I think it's a big misunderstanding. I think that's what they mean. We just want right. to work on one thing at a time. Right. If that is the best way forward, that is another question that I'm not uh, going into uh, right now. Okay. So, um, and also uh, the awareness across the board of those uh, neurodiverse. Uh, situations uh, is not well developed yet. In in particular, um, you can expect that I uh, speak for my yes. own interest, the oh, dyscalculia. That is is uh, still uh, on the back burner, and not all educators, not even every uh, special ed teacher, is apparently aware of it. Let alone able to. Uh, to help students who have that uh, condition. Your work is not done yet. (laughs) No, 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 no. We keep raising awareness and it can also help if parents uh, read a lot about the condition if their child has that and uh, talks um, about it in school, uh, raising awareness, asking for help, uh, having suggestions, that, uh, that is all helpful. Good. 
So, okay, um, our, our next link uh, says, use what you have got. Yeah, that is uh, a very intriguing, uh, intriguing comment. Uh, you know, one of my friends, uh, when I, I wanted to buy a new drill bit, uh, he said, well, why would you buy another drill bit for this specialized task? Why don't you use what you've got? Because otherwise you'll just have another thing and your house is full with things. And he was so right. <laughs> but anyway, the, uh, the lady in, the, in this story has a similar approach, and, uh, and, but she applies it to her dyscalculia. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a story um, about a lady who has learned to um, cope pretty well uh, with her dyscalculia by using all type of resources she has uh, found. And it's a really great story of self-care and help. Now, she's not unhappy, actually, with her struggles, and she says it. Uh, reminds her of her humanity and uh, she has strong faith that she can handle it. So that's fantastic, a really positive outlook on this. And uh, I really like the story, uh, but we do need to remember that these kind of heroic stories should not replace the need for early detection and remediation. That is obviously the better way to go. And it also works so much uh, more effective when they are still young. And, um, well, I could only say if you realize that your child has something like that, um, try to read up about it, educate yourself as parent. And um, if it might be of help, we have a Moms Teach Math course that shows a lot of um, suggestions uh, online. It has several videos, but also a lot of downloadable uh, material. So, um, Please take action, help where you can. Okay, now our next link is, I guess, something that you recognize from your past as working <laughs> in the hospitals. fMRI by the thousands. Now, let's first set the record straight. What are fMRIs? Well, when I was working in hospitals, we only had at that moment the MRI, and MRI can be set to uh, specific settings that pick up. And what um, is an MRI? An MRI is a magnetic re- uh, magnetic resonance imaging uh, machine. It is it looks, like an X-ray. It looks a little bit like a uh, a CAT scan, like a X-ray machine, but it does not use any X-rays. Okay. It uses magnetic, uh, okay. and the magnetic field inside um, a functional uh, uh, MRI machine, and later on we did functional MRI with it, is very strong. Uh, We started with half Tesla machines, and Tesla is the the force of the magnetic uh, power of the Earth in general, in total. So it's a really very strong magnet, Uh and that is able to... um, change how the um, location of um, nuclei in your um, in your body is um, is 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 oriented Mm -hmm. only for a short time then it falls back to the resting position and while it falls back in his resting position it uh, releases the energy that the magnetic 
uh, wave has put in there. And that release of energy can be picked up by a lot of coils that are around you because you go uh -huh. into the you machine into completely. Machine. Right, right, right. And these coils um, are connected to a um, an intricate computer system that calculates because the coils uh, pick up um, the signals all around you in the 360 way and it calculates very cleverly uh, the location of every single pixel inside by um, adding and subtracting the um, output in different directions so it's, it's a calculation really system missing out a whole lot on all the hand gestures <laughs> that i get from this story <laughs> but, but i think i think the words are making it uh, more clear and so now this story is about uh fmri the so functional mri so that is when they're doing something and you do mri on them and then uh, by the thousands who's doing that <laughs> yeah, well, this is the, the work from uh, James R. Booth, a man who does really a lot of uh, MRI uh, research. And now, if you're not familiar, I, I just uh, um, told you a little bit of it. Um, but to get the big gist of it, the magnetic field is so powerful that if you would forget to leave your car keys in the designated area before you enter the uh, magnetic uh, resonance imaging location, the big room where it is, mm -hmm. that it would, would fly into the machine. It would be pulled out of your pocket. Oh, wow. So this is a real powerful uh, yeah. machine that also makes them quite expensive. You need to do a lot of cooling around it, etc. So it's a very intricate machine, but we can do um, a lot with it. And the functional of the MRI means that um, certain areas in the brain start to use more energy when they are activated. And you can activate certain parts of your brain by doing uh, like arithmetic. Mm -hmm. And that opens the uh, opportunity to compare uh, people who um, are very fluent in math and do it easily and quickly uh, with those people who have uh, more problems with it to have uh, maybe even uh, dyscalculia and you see a completely different um, activation picture in their uh, brain now it makes a lot of noise also with that yeah. all the technical sides of it um, you can do it uh, even with uh, young children and he makes it uh, really playful and uh, the kids actually uh, like to do that mr boots yes yes now he is um interested not only in dyslexia but also in dyscalculia and ADHD and he tries to find uh, the exact differences in the brain processes that cause the learning uh, issues so it connects with our first topic that okay. uh, there's a lot of overlap now actually with the knowledge he hopes to find ways obviously to treat those uh, students uh, better real basic research here good very good work. interesting good work we're talking to Dr. Schroeder, the founder of DiscoCuliaServices.com, and we're looking at the links provided on our website, DiscoCuliaHeadlines.com. Now, our, uh, our next link um, says, Improve Math and Science Education Nationally. And I think, <laughs> I have an, uh, sort of a, a guess where this is going. Um, but how about this? Yeah. 
Um, it's a totally different story and it's based on placement tests and it says that um, unfortunately around 60% of the US students who enter community colleges are not already qualified to take a college mathematics course even though they have graduated high school and apparently have been through uh, algebra one and two, etc., right, right. and and uh, geometry. So now, how did they graduate? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, and and we actually see that in our own portfolio of clients too. Some have been helped through high school by a number of uh, tutors. Uh, they have got a lot of completion grades for homework. And if you are hardworking and at least try, even if it's not always correct, and you get. Uh, a good grade for that, sometimes even a hundred. Right. And uh, there are a lot of tests that uh, focus on one specific uh, calculation or algorithm at a time. So if you can memorize that for a short period of time and uh, and do that um, religiously on your test, you might be able to uh, to get a, a very decent score. Right. Now, if that really means that those students understand it, right. and, and have a, mastered it yeah. and can apply it, I, I don't know that. But that's a huge number, 60%. Yes, yes, it's, it's a very sad uh, statistics. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those kids move from grade to grade and, and once they need to do a, a real um, standardized exam without a lot of help, like the SAT or the ACT or any other entrance exam, um, that shows the real independent math level. You you have uh, you have the issue uh, uncovered. Yeah. Now the story in the link here is about a professor at UCLA who has developed an interactive statistics course. Very good. Okay. And tries to improve learning um, by continuously measuring mistakes and successes his students have was answering the statistics questions and he hopes to be able to eventually get his course nationally uh, recognized. And it's interactive, that is something that really mm -hmm. helps a lot of students. And uh, Does it Mrs. Money? Uh, yeah, Mr. Stiegler can get real-time information. He offers it now uh, for free, so okay. I hope he can keep doing that. Yes. Um, and uh, instructors can... Uh, uh, work with it and um, that's a great initiative yes and, and um, so he's like uh, the, the lone knight trying to fight uh, this battle that's amazing well that's how uh, Mr. Salman Khan started and right. uh, he and took off well to a on. fantastic start Absolutely. and he's helping a lot of students for free uh, also okay well that gets us to our last link uh, for this week how um, logical are those touch points? It's a video. Let's see if we can activate this machine and listen in for a little bit. So today we're going to be talking about touch points. It is one of the easiest ways to improve your calculation accuracy. And in math, everything is accuracy. So let me show you how each number has points on it according to its value. So for the number one, there'll be one point. For the number two, there'll be two points and so forth. So as I make the points, I'm going to be counting. One, one, two, 
One, two, three. Well, she's going to go painstakingly through all of them. So my comment when looking at that is, how logical is it? How is this improving your math calculation? Well, um, yes, I know. Um, Touch math is a method that's often used uh, for children on the autism spectrum. And this study now uh, researches the effectiveness and they followed uh, students over two year period and found that their uh, math fluency in addition and subtraction improved about three years in that two year uh, period. That's a good score. That's a good score. score. That is what we usually aim for in our um, uh, tutoring also. Now I have to say that the number of students in the study was very small and is eight. Uh, yeah, eight students. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not totally convinced that this is the end of the uh, research uh, necessary to come to definitive conclusions. <laughs> right. So the touch math, like, like uh, you um, showed in the beginning, um, uses little dots on the numerals. And uh, that may appeal to the students. It's hands-on. Yeah. Uh, it's certainly not for all. Um, but it has been around for some time. Uh, it has been described already in uh, 1953 in um, uh, the book Children Discover Arithmetic by Catherine Stern. Okay. And she uses it uh, to help the kids who already can count dots or blocks to now learn the written numerals to connect with the writing of the numerals not so much with doing any calculations she uses the uh, sized and color-coded blocks for that that have a better connection with the number line and that uh, help those students with um, calculations Uh, i think uh, a lot more it it makes more sense mathematical wise and uh, I have seen several students who have been brought up in the touch math uh, method. And uh, as far as I can see, what they have learned is counting quickly by either ones, because some of the dots represent a one, or uh, counting by twos very quickly, like for the bigger uh, numbers, the mm-hmm. seven, eight, and the nines, you have uh, double dots, a dot with a little ring on it, so you can feel that that is a two. So that is for students who are really um, struggling to get the the very, very basics can be a way uh, forward. But we try to aim for a little bit... Um, um, more mathematical um, oriented intervention right. and if you do multiplication with the touch math uh, system because I, I looked into it that works if you teach the students all the uh, numbers for skip counting because what they do then is they skip count out loud while touching the points and that keeps track of uh, how many times the four okay. or the five or the six right. is it? So you can use it that way um, if it is, uh, uh, if we can go f- uh, by a research of NS8, uh, well, it might be a 
a pilot. Yeah. And uh, I, I would I would love to uh, yeah. to see more uh, more research about it. Interesting. Well, thank you, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights this week. We hope to see you again next week. Dr. Schroeder is the founder, of course, of DiscoCuliaServices.com. You can follow her, Twitter, Facebook. She has boards on Pinterest, on Flipboard, and she runs five free webinars. And all the information about that is at webinars.discoculiatrainingcenter.com. Now, if you want to know if you have DiscoCulia, you can do the free DiscoCulia uh, checklist on her website, DiscoCuliaServices.com, or you can do a more comprehensive met and discoculia screening test at discoculiatesting.com. Dr. Schroeder is on a mission to increase the number of discoculia tutors and has developed a whole online course for teachers and other interested people who want to become a discoculia tutor. All the information about that is at discoculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook, we have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.